Pocahontas. Uh, you use plastic cheese and hot sauce. It's from Birds of Prey. Oh, okay. Which is on HBO, and I really would recommend to watch. Have you not watched that yet, Sarah? I have not seen it yet, no. <gasps> oh, it's very good. I know it's- what you're doing tonight. <laughs> It's amazing. Like, it's not like Suicide Squad is amazing, where, like, Suicide Squad is just hot garbage. Like, this is actually very good. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is actually excellent. No, I definitely want to see it. I just did not know it was available on HBO, but of course it is. I think it's is. recent. I think yeah. it was, like, the last week or so. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Noted. Also, are you watching Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country? It's on my list. I just haven't been able to, like, commit to actual TV lately. It's real I wanna, weird. Like, it's very weird. Yeah. It, it also hurts a little sometimes. It does. I mean, yeah. It's just a very different kind of horror. <laughs> yep. Anyway, so welcome to MonsterPod. <laughs> oh, hi. This is the podcast. And not just four friends talking. I have always wanted to do, like, a TV recap podcast. I just haven't been able to, like, pick a show that's currently airing I that doesn't already have one. This is the thing. I would prefer to do a show that is no longer airing. I mean, I have always wanted to do the Bookhouse Girls, which is a Twin Peaks podcast by ladies for ladies, but... Hilarious. You have to find someone who's willing to watch Twin Peaks with you. <laughs> or the Laura Dern cast. <laughs> That's, That's really my I don't have to have a day job anymore kind of <laughs> dream. <laughs> um, no, but this... This is not the Laura Dern cast. <laughs> this is MonsterPod, a show about fighting monsters and thinly veiled references to The Shining. Wait, this is a Shining <laughs> reference? <laughs> this is a podcast where Emily regrets being friends with any of us. It's true. Um, yeah, so I'm Emily. I'm your keeper of monsters. I pretty much just keep monsters at this point. Everything else got too overwhelming. Couldn't handle all those dragons and keys and crowns and secrets. So... I also play Brie, whose name I can't remember, Brie Dumont, <laughs> who's the uh, paranormal observation department handler for the three morons who are about to introduce themselves. I was going to make fun of you, but we all pretty much just ignored her last episode, so. We always <laughs> ignore her. I just assume that, like, she's there if anyone needs to, like, contact home base or, like, get resources or someone gets a really big boo-boo. <laughs> or needs to be told not to fart. Or needs to be told not to fart. Like she's the government spook, so she's just quiet. Yeah. She's there. To, she's there to intimidate. <laughs> she's the men in black. Yep. Sorry. Who are you? I am Travis. No. And that's it. <laughs> I play and Travis. I play Travis, but as a Bigfoot. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. But this Travis is named Buddy Norman. <laughs> Travis is now a species. Yep. <laughs> now? <laughs> now? <laughs> it's a very specific brand of person that also includes Brendan Fraser and uh, that guy from Deadbeat and Harvey Kinkle. <laughs> and most of my friends. <laughs> and Eric Matthews. <laughs> so you play Buddy Norman, a.k.a. plays with Bigfoots? <laughs> yes. Plays with trolls. Sorry. Yeah. And the big for the plays with trolls. Okay. So, yeah, who is Buddy? Uh, yeah, he's just a dude who's slowly turning into a Bigfoot nowadays. Hmm. Likes food a lot. And knows how to work a camera. Yeah, he hasn't done it in a while, though. <laughs> he's had other things to think about, like being a genetically mutated Budfoot. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And actually, he doesn't really get to work a camera anymore, at least not according to special skills. I think we'll give him that one, seeing as it was his job. Oh, yeah. Yeah, does he still carry around those drones? The drones are helpful. 
Maybe not inside uh, the hotel. Well, but... According to like my uh, abilities and stuff, I don't like get to uh, glean extra information from the gl- the drone footage anymore. Mm, that's fair. Because the only things that I kept from that old sheet are the manipulating people ones. Which is really just being very friendly. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, the weird thing is, because Buddy used to be, like, a full charm spec character, uh, Buddy's charm is currently negative two. Interesting. Really interesting. But all of his charm powers now come from being weird. I look forward which to Which is make- a plus three. I look forward to making you guys actually roll to talk to people after this, because I kind of just let you do your own thing in the last episode. Yeah, if I have to talk to somebody without trying to, like, actively manipulate somebody and you just want a charm roll, I'm going to suck at yep. it. All right, uh, Thomason, what's your deal? Yeah, so Thomason, oh, well, I'm Sarah. I play Thomason. Uh, she is the spooky, and she's got uh, some weird psychic powers going on. That's her deal. Seems to cover it pretty well. Yeah. Uh, I'm Sadie, and I play Jimmy. Uh, he's the fighty boy. Um, he's our big fighty boy. He's big fighty boy. How <laughs> big is Jimmy? Just out of curiosity. Is he like... I think he's at least, like, 6'2". He's not, like, Travis-sized, but, you know. I just kind of imagined him being a little bit, like, skinny but strong. Basically. Okay. Noodly. vibe. Like mm-hmm. Jack Quaidy, you know. Uh, Our someone's big been watching The boy. Boys. I have been watching <laughs> The Boys. And also the animated Star Trek show that he is the voice on. Oh, yeah, I've been meaning to watch that. It's got a lot of good people in it. It's, it's excellent. Isn't it on CBS All Access, which we do not have and I refuse to pay for? Oh, it's on Crave here. I don't <laughs> Anyway, that's who Jimmy is. So last we left off, you guys were not rolling to question people in the hotel about a series of (laughs) paranormal activity related things that were happening. Um, Bad smells, weird sounds, levitating candles, uh, some things been going missing, your general haunting. This really just sounds like our monster hunting group rolled through here. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Bad smells, Buddy was there, things floating, Thomason was there. (laughs) Things missing. Jimmy is stealing shit? Yeah, it's the only job left, so sorry, you're the klepto. I mean, <laughs> Jimmy kind of does kind of sneak things away once in a while. He does. <laughs> yeah, I think we're actually investigating a time loop, and we were just here already. <gasps> that would be so cool. Emily, is that it? Um, we're Did I solve in it? a time loop where our teenage selves are here? <gasps> no, but that would have been so much better. <laughs> <laughs> I know the next episode. No, you don't. I have the entire season planned already. <laughs> well, g- give or take, you guys might fuck something up real big that I have to factor in. But Thanks. yeah, we're Definitely gonna do that already. Thompson's gonna die this episode again. I'm pretty sure all of you have actually died, and I just haven't wanted to deal with you creating new characters. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, you guys were going to go look for the teenage daughter of the caretakers, Nick and Shelly, who... First things first, Buddy checks his watch. (laughs) It's 5.30. Buddy still wants to go to the dining hall. (laughs) Buddy, buddy, we need to do this thing first. They're not going to let you in the dining hall until 7. Okay. Probably. Did I say dinner was at 6? No, you said 7. It is sharpied on my forearm. Yep. Okay. I'm almost positive Travis has actually sharpied it on his forearm. (laughs) Not that I can see. (laughs) <laughs> we don't let him near sharpies not anymore there was an incident alright <laughs> so you guys are gonna go look for the daughter yes. yeah I guess can I roll hmm <laughs> can I roll something is there something I c- it's a big hotel <laughs> can I uh, 
Roll find a teenager. Oh, we'll just set up our original plan, and we're just going to get some Mountain Dew and some Cheetos and a big box. It's a teenage girl. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a very teenage boy specific plan. Yeah. And uh, 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 a Polly Pocket? Oh my god. Can I use telepathy (laughs) to, like, you tell me if I'm actually allowed to do this or not, but kind of, like, use it as, like, a radar and kind of, like, search for her? I mean, I can use it to investigate a mystery, and if the mystery I'm investigating is, where's this girl? Okay. So, yeah, you're going to roll with the investigate a mystery parameters, but you're going to use plus weird. Okay. To kind of send out, like, a psychic force to try to pick up on any teenage girl energy. Yeah, just, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, So that's a seven. Okay, but the seven on that... You kind of, like, focused your energy and kind of sent out, like, a radiating, like, radar. And you you find that your powers are kind of muffled by, like, this weird, almost dark kind of electric energy that you can feel. Hate that. And it does give you a nosebleed. But cool. you can kind of pick up on almost a surliness out in the side yard. <laughs> This, like, the feeling of, like, a kindred soul. Yeah, actually. <laughs> I think she's this way. <laughs> and we go there. Are you going to mention to the team that, like, some shit's very wrong? No. Okay. I don't know if this is anything. But... <laughs> this is my own personal problem. <laughs> what are they going to do about it? By the way, the air is full of yuck juice. Don't need to tell you about that. No. I don't think it's related. <laughs> I just have a headache. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, your nose. I mean, just... I'm sure they can see the nosebleed, but I mean, that also happens quite a bit. Yeah, you do that often and never tell us why, so. <laughs> Cocaine addict? It's just really dry up here. <laughs> <laughs> I just get nosebleeds. D- don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, man. It definitely has nothing to do with the mind powers I'm using. <laughs> it's probably okay. Oh, dear. Yeah, okay. So you guys kind of head out to the, the side yard and, uh,. I mean, the grounds are nice. It's like a small expanse of lawn with some chairs set up for guests. There's croquet sets scattered about, horseshoe pit, whatever the fuck you use to play cornhole. Beanbags and holes? It was sure. bean ba- <laughs> bags for like those who don't know what cornhole is. <laughs> it does sound like a It's a regional thing. thing. <laughs> what did you call it? Bags. We are we going to make fun of her Midwestern talks. accent now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. Since We're two seasons in. That's the right way to say bags. No. How else do you say it? Um, could you describe with an A that <laughs> that round bready thing that you put cream cheese on? A bagel? Mm-hmm. Okay. I just had to check. <laughs> I am saying things right. You guys are the ones who say them wrong. No, I just had to make sure you weren't saying bagel. I had a roommate who called it milk. <laughs> so I, I guess it might be like a deep Wisconsin thing. No, I had a friend growing up who called a bagel. Uh, bagel. Bagel. Did you say <laughs> milk? Milk? Yeah, my <laughs> my old roommate called it milk. Yeah, milk sounds like something in a dystopian future when all the cows are gone <laughs> and there's no more nuts to milk. Yeah, that's definitely a Simpsons joke where they at the cafeteria they serve milk, not with vitamin K. <laughs> Isn't that in carrots? I don't remember. Anyway. I can't remember exactly what the vitamin name was, but it was not a vi- real thing. It was that that was the joke. Vitamin F. Um, so you guys head out to the the side yard. You see people playing cornhole and croquet, and 
There's a name for like big croquet that I can't recall. Big croquet? Like bocce ball? What? No. <sighs> Fuck. Hold on. Or are you trying to talk about like polo? No. Because that's very big croquet. You play it on horses. We're spending a lot of time on games in this episode that I assume we're not going to play. And I definitely assume that a teenage girl is not playing. Everyone playing these games is like 65. This is another Shining reference that I need to get in here. It's something from The Shining and you don't remember it immediately. I know. You have failed all of us. It's not like I've read it four times. I was going to say, I'm assuming this is Book The Shining because I definitely have no recollection of yard games being played in the Stanley Kubrick adaptation no uh, in the book there's uh, fuck in the book he doesn't have an axe in the end he has roke uh, it's a roke mallet a what oh. the fu- what roke is like croquet but bigger so yeah he was bashing people in with the with a roke mallet which is why halloran did not die in the book anyway interesting okay uh but these bitches are just playing croquet because croak is outdated or roke is outdated um but thomas said in the, the direction balls were too expensive they had to get rid of them <sighs> they were made of cheese <gasps> you have said this so now buddy is eating croquet balls <laughs> anyway so thomas i'm gonna roll for how many fucking croquet balls i eat <laughs> that's a very bad roll <laughs> I don't know what I add to it, but it's a four on the die. <laughs> Buddy breaks his tooth on. <laughs> you are not taking. You are not taking an experience point because you failed that roll. You told me it was cheese. <laughs> I need to have an like an out of game voice and an in game voice. Apparently. <laughs> anyway, so Thomason, you follow your nose to <laughs> the cheese balls. To We're a, never getting anywhere in this episode. To a nope. tree in the corner of the lawn where there is a girl. Wearing, like, an av- no, that God damn it, it's not 2002. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, what do moder- modern goth kids wear? <laughs> oh, she's just wearing a t-shirt and some black pants. She's not wearing a My Chemical Romance shirt? They haven't been a band in a long time. I don't know, Batman seems to think so. What? Anyway, moving on. Anyway, there is a teenage girl writing in a journal under a tree. <laughs> I go to walk over there. She does not look up. Buddy is sucking on a croquet ball like a jawbreaker. You do know how big croquet balls are. Yeah. Thomas, said he, <laughs> Thomas said he immediately regrets bringing the boys along with her. <laughs> Jimmy, can you go get that out of his mouth? I mean, I can try. <laughs> she does not look up at you, Thomas. <laughs> I'm going to need you to roll manipulate someone. Oh, boy. Here we go. Oh, good news. That's like a 12. Okay. I'm actually very charming. So she does look up and she's like, can I help you? Hey, you're Shelly's daughter, right? You live here. Allegedly. Allegedly? Oh, God. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Uh, What's your name, kid? Danielle. Danielle. I hear you, Sadie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I forgot how to do things. To talk. <laughs> I got distracted because Sadie sent us a link and okay. Okay, Danielle. What? Uh, I wanted to talk to you about the ghosty stuff. There's ghosts here, right? I mean I I don't may- know how to talk to a teenager. Oh my god. <laughs> like I am like I am talking to Emily who is playing an imaginary teenager and I am intimidated. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Liz Lemon. The youths. <laughs> Um, Brie kind of, like, leans over to Thomas and is like, I, 
I'm getting a feeling she might talk to Jimmy. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Just God help I us. assume Brie used to be like this variety of teenager. <laughs> uh oh jeez. <laughs> Forgot Jimmy's really bad at the Z. <laughs> it's scary. It was just like an immediate anxiety. You guys have fought a literal prince of hell. Teenagers are surly. It's like, what can I, what do you want? I need her to think that we're cool. <laughs> Buddy is just going to walk up and not addressing a teenager how teenagers should be addressed. Just, what's up? We were looking for uh, the, 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 the ghosts and stuff. Roll manipulate a person, buddy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a uh, 10. It's like, yeah, I've heard some stuff. Some things. What stuff? Some stuff. You've heard stuff like laughter or... I, I mean, I haven't heard it in, in a while. And I mean, it's just kind of heard people talking in my room at night. Can you hear what they're saying? No, it's just whispering. When did that start? I don't know, two, two three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It's only at night. You never hear it any other time. I'm not really paying attention the rest of the time. I mean, yeah, that's fair. What about smells? Are you smelling... Rotten egg smells. What? I, I don't... Maybe? It smells like farts. That would be rotten egg smell. Yep. Good job. Um, do you smell the farts at the same time that you hear the whispering? <laughs> do you hear the whisper of a toot? Maybe someone is just whispering to themselves because they really need I'm to just go to imagining the like, I'm imagining like... <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I quit the podcast. I, my drink just came out of my nose and it really hurt. It's like, I mean, sometimes it's, I mean, I haven't seen anything. And the thing in the, the dining room was kind of fucked up, but. So we saw a video of the dining room, but did you see anything other than the candles floating? I, I wasn't, I wasn't there. I was, I was in my room. Did you hear the voices at this time or any time around that? I didn't hear any voices. I was, my dad was being stupid and I was trying to drown him out. So I had a movie on really loud and I just like, I don't know, but I heard about it. Your parents are splitting up, eh? I, sure. How long has it been since your parents told you that they're splitting up? Like a month, I guess. Hmm. Interesting. Says Sadie, not Jimmy. <laughs> no, Jimmy says it out loud. I'm just trying to think of what else we can ask her that we haven't already asked 500 people at this point. You've, you've questioned three people. Just putting that out there. <laughs> you know what's great is exaggeration as a storytelling tool. <laughs> um, I had a thought and now it's gone because I am my mother. Is that what Jimmy said? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy is very Anne-Marie. <laughs> like his he mother, thinks. Jimmy's thoughts also disappear. <laughs> Sing? <laughs> what What movie were you watching to drown out your dad? Yeah. Attack of the Clones? <laughs> really? Wow! It's, it's random fucking... That's uh, the worst Star Wars. <laughs> Did Buddy just say that? Yeah. yeah. It's like, fuck you, man. Darth Maul is the best part about that series. He's He's not in that one. Wait, were you watching the the cartoon? 
Darth Maul wasn't in Attack of the Clones? No, he's in no. the first one. He's in Phantom Menace. He was in the Phantom Menace. She was watching the Phantom Menace. <laughs> That's not bad. Spectacular clones had almost nothing good. The only thing good in there was Ewan McGregor going to the big water cloning planet. Ewan McGregor is the best part of any of those movies. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. She was watching Phantom Menace. Well, that's better. Like, marginally. I um, mean, in I the mean, grand Phantom scheme Menace of things. Is still, it, it's up there in Star Wars movies. I it's like definitely not this is taking just, a top spot. This is just a conversation that Buddy and Jimmy are having. Just <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Danielle's just sitting there like, is that it? Like, yeah. This- well, we want to know your opinions on the Star Wars. <laughs> no, no, we don't. We just... <laughs> please, we- Danielle, please rank your Star Wars... <laughs> Uh, Rogue One. Oh, God. Phantom no, Menace. No, no, no. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Last Rogue Jedi. One had the best Vader oh that's God. ever Vadered. What did I do? He pinned a dude to the ceiling and stabbed him with this big sword. You're not wrong. Um, <laughs> we're going to get hate mail. We're going to get so much hate. <laughs> no, not enough people stop. listen to this with strong things about Star Wars. <laughs> well, she did not say plural. She said a hate mail. <laughs> And that sounds accurate for the amount of listeners that we have. Just Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, she she doesn't seem particularly like stoked on talking. Yeah, <laughs> she kind of just, just wants to be like, left alone. I was just like expecting like some sort of like poltergeist attached to a fourteen year old girl sort of situation. Yeah, and so now I'm at a loss. My brain was also going in that direction, yeah. but either it's not happening or. She just doesn't want to tell us about it, which, honestly, I a get. 14-year-old girl situation. Hey, Danielle, um, we're going to go and, like, talk to some other people, but if you can think of anything else weird that's happened that you think we should know about, then you should come and find us. <laughs> sure. <clears throat> All right. You haven't had, you know, any weird possession moments where you say words backwards or anything? No? If I did, I wouldn't remember it. I mean, you never know. God, it's like you guys have never even seen The Exorcist. <laughs> Joke's on you. I've been exercised. <laughs> I've performed probably at least one exorcism, so you know. You guys are weird. Buddy just looks up and goes, yeah, I don't even exercise. <laughs> <laughs> Does that is that what Buddy thinks someone who leads like an exercise class is called? Like an exorcist? Probably. <laughs> He knows equally as much about both. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, my, my friend Judy is an exorcist. She runs an aerobics class at the Y. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something Buddy would say. Can we try and find Nick? Like, we haven't talked to him yet. Yeah. yeah. Kid, do you know where your dad went? <laughs> Why would I care? Oh, right. I forgot. You're 14. <laughs> uh, 14 and a half. Thank you. Oh, You're geez. way too old to be doing that. No, that still happens for quite some time. <laughs> um, yeah, you guys can like head into the hotel, try to find Nick. Buddy checks his watch again. <laughs> it's six. Buddy starts looking very, very, very nervous. This is a weird countdown we have happening. I should not have assigned dinner you a should time. Should not have assigned dinner a time. Like I wrote a note about it. <laughs> Buddy wrote the only note he's probably ever written in his life. <laughs> He wrote it on his own flesh. <laughs> Suddenly, dinner at 7 p.m. starts glowing red on your arm. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> 
<laughs> oh no, it's a curse. The words float off your arm and turn into knives. <laughs> Better to eat with. <laughs> my note's gonna cut my food for me. <laughs> yeah, so you guys are heading back up to the hotel? Yeah, yes. let's do it. Yep. So as you guys kind of enter the lobby, you are met immediately by um, Mr. Briggs, who rushes up to you. He looks panicked as shit. Uh-uh. It's like, um, we, I, I need you guys to, to come with me right now. Oh, dear. Um, we can give you 45 at best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like, it's it's an emergency. Um, I don't know what's happening. I mean, I don't know what's happening with any of this, but... Buddy's uh, stomach audibly rumbles. So, <laughs> he leads you up to... Up to... He leads you into the elevator, and uh, you guys take it up to the, the third floor... Is it a spooky elevator? It's like an elevator. <laughs> it's just an elevator. It doesn't even have one of those like grates that goes across it. That's it's not I, gushing blood or anything. There's no blood. The blood gets off at the second floor. <laughs> 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 anyway. <laughs> yeah, he leads you up to the fourth floor and down a hall of rooms that look pretty much the same. And uh, you stop. It's a room in the East Wing. And there's a woman standing outside the door in the hall looking afraid and a little grumpy. And you notice that she has like a fine dusting of white powder on her head and shoulders. Cocaine party. So the manager is pulling out keys and is like, just be prepared for this. And he unlocks the door and swings Sir, we fought a chupacabra vampire. (laughs) Not well. But fine. No. (laughs) All right, doors open. Uh, we go in. Uh, so you see a room that looks pretty much like yours, only with a king bed instead of two queens, if that matters. Uh, <laughs> that's not really the story here. But as soon as you <laughs> enter the room, you notice a sharp drop in temperature and snow on every surface. What the fuck? Interesting. Okay. Um, when did this start? Buddy is going to investigate a mystery. Um, while you're doing that, I will answer Jimmy's question. Thanks. Um. Well, this, the guest, uh, Mrs. Norris, oh god, uh, (laughs) she came up to her room about ten minutes ago and this was happening. I look up. It's snowing. (laughs) But the roof is still there? Just making sure. The roof is still there. You notice, like, there's kind of a white mist hovering at the top where the snow is coming from? Okay. I also want to investigate a mystery, but I will let Travis go first. All right, buddy. Yeah, I got an eight, so I get one question. Okay. And I forgot that the investigate a mystery thing is so focused on really just looking at a monster. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just pick one and we can kind of tweak it. Yeah. Uh, I guess what is being concealed here? Like, trying to, like, look through the mist and see what might be a cause of it? Okay. So, I mean, it's, it's coming from the mist up the top. And you can... It, like, it had been snowing a lot because it had only been 10 minutes since she got in there. And um, you can see it's kind of starting to dissipate. So, I mean, the snow is coming from the ceiling. Okay. <laughs> okay, can I investigate a mystery using the sight? Yes. See if there's anything magical or, you know, ghosts are, are you hanging around? Are you checking to see if the indoor snow is somehow paranormal? <laughs> I want to, like, just get a better idea of, like, is there an entity in the room that is causing this, or... Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so that is... Do I do plus weird for that? I believe so, since you're using magic. Great. So then it would be an 11. Okay. So 
when you kind of tap into the site, you immediately feel weird. Not like a like a specific word, but you just feel weird. And you kind of scan the room and you see that like there's the mist up there that's slowly dissipating. And then out of the corner of your eye towards the closet, you catch something blue and black, like a shape. But when you go to like look at it head on, there's nothing there. But you can see it out of the periphs on like from your other eye. Okay. And when so you go to look at it. It's always in the corner of my eye then. Yeah, it, is, like, it seems to be staying just out of your field of vision and you're not sure if it's actually there. Do we have any of the ghost type equipment on us? Uh, Buddy is actually going to use uh, one of his Budfoot abilities. Ooh. Uh, Dark Negotiator, where I can manipulate a monster, and I'm going to tell it to show itself. Oh, nice. And I roll manipulate somebody to see if that works. All right. Ooh, that's... Uh... Oh, no, I get a lot of weird. So that is a 10. That is a complete success. I tell the entity to show itself. All right, so as you demand this entity do something, uh, the door slams, locking you three in the room. Great. Buddy and... sprints at the door and says, ain't nobody stopping me from dinner, and tries <laughs> to open it with all of his strength. Um, and Buddy, now that you've <laughs> made this request, out of the corner of your eye, you can see something like black and like a light icy blue kind of in the corner of your periphery, but you can't seem to lock onto it. And as you guys are... Like, I assume trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. The lamp from the nightstand is going to fly at Buddy. Oh, so no. roll me an act under pressure, please. Oh, okay. Nine. Okay. That's a... Uh... Partial success? Yes, partial success. Okay, so it's going to clip you on the side of the head. So you're going to take... Eh, it's not enough to, like, give you a harm, but you're going to be dazed and your next roll is going to be disadvantaged because you did get hit with an object. Okay. You're just confused now. Um, I mean, that's not a new <laughs> thing for Buddy. You're more confused now. <laughs> it's not like hallucinating yourself dancing to Diamonds or Girls Best Friend kind of like head concussion, <laughs> but you're just kind of out of it. I think this is the sort of situation where Buddy gets advantage. No. So he has spent all of his life in a confused state. <laughs> anyway, so the lamp smashes on the wall behind you. Did we have any of the ghost equipment with us? Buddy has all of his in his pockets. He did not use the pelican cases. He put them in his pockets. So you have a voice recorder and an EMF. They are covered in Cheeto dust, but they are here. Well, I'm... Here's the thing. The light matrix, I... No, the light matrix is pretty small. It is the size of a Google Home. (laughs) Yeah. So you just have, like, one... Yeah, it's an audio recorder, a light matrix, pocket, pocket. And then you had the EMF detector and the spirit box. Spirit box is too big for a pocket. Okay. Mm. I was going to say, let's put that in out there. Because Buddy but... definitely had the plan to walk around the hotel at some point with the light matrix just taped to his chest and the cold detector thing as he was looking for ghosts at some point. Well, the temperature detector he doesn't have that currently. isn't going to do a ton for you right now, seeing as the entire room is basically like being in a freezer. Yeah. Um, and as you guys are standing there trying to figure out your shit, you do kind of hear coming from the top corners of the walls, just kind of like a faint, like deep whispering. I slide the light show into the middle of the room. Okay. Um, are you going to turn the Can lights off? Can we also off? start like recording the audio? Let's get the um, okay. EVP detector on. Yeah. Okay, EVP detector's on, light matrix is on. The light matrix isn't going to do anything when the uh, house lights are on. I'm going to turn uh, the lights off. Buddy instinctively knows that the light matrix sucks when the lights are on. So he throws it and flicks the lights out immediately. Okay, so you guys are in the dark with only this green web 
of lights to guide you. Um, Spooky. Actually, no, there's a window open. Like, the there's a window in the room. So you're going to roll me an act under pressure. Okay. All of us? Like or? All of us or? Just, just the person who's going to go close the blinds. Uh, act under pressure is a nine. Okay, partial success? Yep. Okay. Uh, so you, like, kind of go quickly to go close the, the blinds so the light matrix thing will work, but you trip uh, and you fall. Uh, so it takes you an extra second to, to close it, um, at which point the whispering has moved to right over Jimmy's shoulder. Yeah. And uh, Jimmy, you feel something squeeze you, uh, like a full body hug. And I'm going to need you to roll um, Act Under Pressure to see if you can break free from this force. Damn it. Uh, it's a nine. Okay. So, I mean, you, you're you winded. Like, it's crushed the wind out of you. So, like, go ahead and take one harm because you're going to have some bruises from that. Damn it. Uh, but it does let you go. And the whispering swirls around a little bit. And now that the window's closed, you can kind of see just this, like, two foot across mask working its way around the room above your heads kind of swirling around. Shoot it with your gun. I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> um, can Do we have that spirit box? No, the spirit box is... No, the spirit big. box is too big to yeah. fit in a pocket. Yeah. Remembered that as soon as it was out of my mouth. Um, so, Thomason, I can... Oh, I, I'm sorry. I was reading my paint. I can communicate with things. Can I do that with the sight? Yeah, try. Haha, that's a 13. All right, so Thomason, what are you going to do? Um, didn't think that far ahead. <laughs> Maybe I'm gonna... you could ask it what it wants. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. I want to tell it to, like, one, stop moving the fuck around and uh, also tell us what the fuck it is. So, Thomason, as you're yelling at this entity... Um, you kind of feel a presence kind of swirl around your head and you see it out of the corner of your eye again. It's hard for you to tell in the state if it's in your head or it's in front of you, but you see a face that is blue and black and it kind of looks like if Darth Maul was on ice. Cool. Uh, it's very scary. Um, and you kind of see it, you kind of see it flash in front of your vision and you just hear a dark, growling voice say almost jokingly your soul and uh thomason you are going to be uh picked up and thrown against the <sighs> son of a bitch door um not hard because you're not that far from the door i assume because you're still yeah kind of in the room uh so that's gonna deal you one harm and you are slid so you slide down the wall and you're sitting on the floor now ow and the floor is very cold so your butt's pretty chilly yeah i'm assuming i'm like sitting in snow I I assume you guys are dressed for summer. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I think Buddy's going to try to go punch the ghost in the face. <laughs> I don't know what part of unseen, unsubstantial entity you guys are not understanding. <laughs> you said that we can see it. It was like a two-foot blob floating. Yeah, it's like a shadow. Like, it's not solid. Yeah. Okay. Go I'm going to punch that blob. <laughs> it's Okay. Go try to punch it. Roll me, kick some ass. Yeah, that's a uh, ten. I don't even know how to, <laughs> like, sure, it's a good roll, but, like, you reach up to, to punch where the, like, the gap in the matrix is, and there's nothing there. 
You don't hurt yourself, but you also don't make contact with it. And Buddy, you also get a flash of the same face that Thomason saw, and you can't tell if it's in your head or if it's actually in front of you. And it just kind of, like, grins at you with very sharp, pointy, yellow teeth in its weird blue Darth Maul head. I am going to shout at it once again using my Dark Negotiator and say, Be corporeal, you fucking ass! <laughs> I mean, go ahead and try it. I don't think you're going to like what's going to happen. Say <laughs> uh, six plus three, that's a nine. So, Jimmy, as he commands this, you I'll feel Jimmy something. Jimmy probably can't see any of this, nope. can he? Uh, Jimmy, you feel something very cold kind of creep into your chest and why, your arms. Why oh, is no. it me? Why? And... <sighs> You feel yourself being pulled towards Buddy with your arm raised, ready to slap him. So I'm going to need you to roll me and act under pressure to see if you can resist this. Jesus fucking Christ almighty. I cannot. You slap Buddy and he takes one harm and also your your palm hurts a little bit. Sorry, dude. <laughs> what the fuck? It's not me. And, um... After you do that, you you feel very tired, and that coldness leaves your limbs, and the swirling kind of thing that's been going around the room uh, reappears in a far top corner of the wall. I'm being possessed and not enjoying it. Guys, how do we fight Thomason, you have magic! (laughs) This is the time where I can't fight shit. (laughs) I can't remember. Do my powers work on- they do work on ghosts. They do. (laughs) I completely forgot. (laughs) And trying to make it punchable made it into my friend. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to use my my psychic brain powers to push the whatever it is, like, just up in a way, like, into the ceiling. Okay. Just kind of holding it in place so it can't do shit. Okay. Oh, shit. Uh, That's a 14. Okay. So you summon all of your psychic powers, giving yourself one hell of a headache in the process. But you notice that the dark blob and just kind of vanishes from the light matrix. And also snow stops falling. And you hear the lock on the door click. And you have been freed. Did I send it back to hell? Did we win? (laughs) I mean, that's far too easy. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, No. Okay, well, let's get out of here first. Okay, so you exit the room to find the manager and the person in the room uh, waiting for you. I make sure to grab my light matrix on the way up. Yeah, grab all your stuff. Okay. And, uh, yeah, he's like, what What happened? Uh... I don't really know. <laughs> well, you got a copyright infringement Darth Maul in there. And it's... he's making it snow. Oh, it's you Darth saw that too? Maul. <laughs> <laughs> Darth Maul? Uh, I think so. I told him to show himself, and then I saw a weird dark male? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, dark male. (laughs) Trademark free. (laughs) (laughs) He was blue? He had a horny head? I don't think it's a ghost. I'm almost like 90% sure this isn't a ghost. I mean, it felt pretty ghosty when it fucking possessed me. I mean, if it's a ghost of something, the thing was never human. Right, so as you guys are kind of sussing this out, you hear a bell ring. It's seven. Nope, it's Buddy pops out of the skateboard and rips it all the way to the dining hall. Uh, as we are walking to the dining room, can I play back uh, the EVP re- we recorded? Yeah. Just kind of, yeah. 
as we're walking. The the whispering just seems like undetermined, just like creepy whispering, like it doesn't know what it's supposed to be saying. And you hear it say your soul in that kind of like joking manner, which you thought previously you had only heard in your head. And cool. you hear the laugh that Jimmy, the buddy, that buddy heard in his head. I was going to say, I did not hear a laugh. <laughs> Jimmy had he was violated in different ways. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, and uh, then I'm gonna ask Jimmy, like, have this? What is this? Do you? I mean, it's not a fucking ghost. I can't. I I I know that we like maybe ruled out Danielle, but like maybe we shouldn't have ruled out Danielle because wasn't she just fucking walking in Darth Maul? Uh, yeah. I just. It's very it's... much a teenager playing games with people sort of vibe yeah could she be like possessed but this i don't know i i'm just kind of imagining you guys having this very serious conversation when you're walking and buddy's already in the dining hall like putting on like a bit like he's winnie the pooh oh, yeah, buddy and just like gone. knife and fork and like doing the little dance <laughs> yeah like we're walking at a normal pace and buddy's been gone we yeah <laughs> okay so you guys arrive in the dining hall everything looks fine uh you notice that mr briggs is talking to the bartender and they seem to be like very concerned about something but it like it looks more of a business thing than a ghost thing mm-hmm. yeah so you guys sit down and have a nice dinner what uh, are they serving ev- everybody roll uh, plus charm. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's not good. Seven? Oh. I got a three. That tracks. Okay. I got a five. Oh, I I'm the most charming. charming one in this situation. Because I now have a negative two charm. Yeah, you're less charming than me now. That's sad. Yeah. Okay. Um, Let's see. Buddy, you manage, because it's like a buffet. Oh, shit. Um... We're just going to pretend like Buddy manages to restrain himself a tiny bit. Yeah. You still get a pretty big plate, but, like, you're still a human man. <laughs> so, Buddy, you manage to get pretty much what you want, like some chicken legs and some vegetables and stuff, but it is too hot and you burn your, you burn your tongue. Well, that's fine. Jimmy and Thomason, you get there late, so you're kind of at the end of the serving dishes, so it's a little bit cold and, like, it's right before they bring out the next round of food. Boo. Like, you can tell the food was good. Like, Sammy takes a lot of pride in his food, but it was a little cold, and you didn't get the best stuff because you were late. Mm. I'm so hungry. Yeah. This is me, not Thomason, but we keep talking about (laughs) fucking hungry. Um, Buddy goes for seconds. Yeah, okay. Throw me an act under pressure, just for (laughs) game mechanics' sake. Uh, Eight. Yeah, Buddy manages to stop himself at fourths, and you kind of have a tummy ache. (laughs) So you guys have, you know, a a decent dinner. It's fine. Um, You notice that the bar isn't open. Um, Like, the little little closed stein stays stays up, (laughs) which is weird, as you hear some people whispering, like, it's usually open during dinner time. Uh, So you guys head up to your rooms. And you start getting ready for bed. It's been a long day. It's Jimmy's like been possessed. It's weird. I... <laughs> and Thomason, as you're like opening your suitcase, um, you open it and you find that actually you find that where your suitcase was, all of your clothes are lying in piles around it. And then you open your suitcase and you find eight bottles of alcohol that you probably wouldn't drink yourself that you definitely didn't put in there. Oh shit. Uh, what? I mean, I'm not one to look a gift horse in the mouth, but. 
And they look like they've been like, like the poor spouts are in them and they look like they've been. These were definitely stolen from the bar. I just, it's. Uh... I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to take a swig of one of those and then uh, go <laughs> knock on Buddy and uh, Jimmy's room door thing. Buddy's in the can uh, <laughs> on account of Ford's. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I'm just going to like kind of drag the suitcase in with me and say, uh, I know what this looks like. It looks like we need to talk about your drinking problem. <laughs> <laughs> I did not pack these. I don't drink these. I mean... I don't drink vodka. Uh, I, it's a weird line in the sand for her. It's a weird line in the sand. <laughs> she seems like she'd enjoy a nice white Russian. I mean, I know several people who won't drink vodka, so... <laughs> um, so you didn't pack all of the alcohol? You didn't pack this, like, 40-ounce bottle of grenadine? <laughs> no, these these are not mine. I don't use bartender po- spouts. I don't drink that. N- no. I just, I had to check in case it was a new and troubling. I mean, I know. get it. I get it. But no. <laughs> so someone broke into your room and stole all or the something. stuff from. I, it's got to be someone. This isn't a fucking ghost. We know this isn't a ghost. We're not a it's real, not a like, ghost, not a but that doesn't ghost. mean it's not supernatural. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we wouldn't be here. Yeah, Jared Padalecki is actually uh, fucking with everybody, so it is supernatural. <laughs> Padalecki. Goddamn moose. I could have said Jim Beaver. Jim Beaver would have been funnier. Jim Beaver would not have done this to us. Uh, he did murder someone in Psych, so I mean, true. Please. It was a rough day. Um, okay, so someone or something broke into your room and put all the alcohol in there why yeah i think i think this thing is fucking with us (laughs) no shit (laughs) that's like in thomason's notebook just bolded (laughs) is fucking with us question mark no shit (sighs) it this it feels very personal honestly it feels very personal yeah and i'm not a fan yeah i uh i just don't know how to solve for bartending ghost i don't um where's the fucking emf thing can we like check and see if there's any sort of recording coming off of the suitcase hey yeah can we pull out the spirit box i mean it is your game is it um okay let's i think yeah let's go back into yeah we're gonna do um for using your ghost hunting equipment that's gonna be investigating a mystery okay okay i'm gonna switch can we go back into thomason's room since that's at least where we know it last was yeah yeah yeah, that makes sense even if it's not there anymore okay so let's investigate a mystery in thomason's room which sounds like a weird (laughs) you guys know what a spirit box sounds like right yeah it's like just constant static that kind of just and then like, sometimes uh, cycles. there are words yeah 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 i've watched a lot of ghost hunters it's fine it's more for travis's benefit yeah. okay so i'm gonna investigate a mystery with this i'm gonna roll yep okay well that's much better plus that's an eight okay so you guys sit there for for a while you don't really hear much of anything for an eight yeah that's gonna be like a partial success yeah. so can you frame it as like a, like ask it a question maybe? Um, I'm just trying to figure out which one of these is going to work. I mean, you don't necessarily have to use one of these specifically when you're asking a spirit a question. Can we ask it what its name is? Yeah. Or just like, is anybody actually here? <laughs> yeah. 
So we're going to take Jimmy's question. Yeah. Let's start with, is there someone here? Or something here. Yeah. You you do kind of hear somewhere in the static something that could conceivably be translated as yes. Okay. So there is possibly something here if we're following Zach Baggins' rules. Um, <laughs> Sorry, we follow Ghost Hunters International rules here? That's much better. I appreciate that. It's like European football. It's just a little bit better. <laughs> so am I rolling again for... Yeah, if you want to keep talking to it. Okay. Oh, well, that's not good. Uh, that's... Oh, it's a seven. Yeah, you get. You can ask it one more question. So, what's your name? Because that seems like a good one. Um. So you get. You have to listen for quite some time before something like actually comes through, and uh, you you kind of hear in like a low growl, just no one. Oh, that's a fancy that name. Doesn't. That's not a name, but fine. <laughs> um, I'm gonna ask it. Um, shit. What was it? What do you? What are you doing here? And I will roll for that. It's uh, a nine. Okay. With the nine, you listen for a little bit longer. And then you hear it doesn't have that same, like, barely there sound. It kind of sounds like you're picking up on a radio signal that sounds like two people shouting at each other in, like, indistinctly. And then the spirit box dies. Well, that's not helpful. Didn't answer my question. I, or did it? <laughs> um, Interesting. Like the idea that it's just Jimmy and Thomason just holding a fucking spirit box in the middle of the room while Buddy's in the can. Um. I mean, I, Buddy does not canonically have to be in the can. That's where you told Buddy was. So I was just pooping this whole thing. <laughs> but Buddy can do whatever he wants, but he did go back for fourths and gave himself a tummy ache. He has been talking about farting a lot this episode. Um. You know, now that it's dark and it's evening, I kind of want to go back to the caretaker's apartment. I don't want to let them know that we are there. I feel like that might be on the side of illegal just a little bit. Well, like as you guys are having this conversation, Buddy comes stepping in with two of the light things taped to him, like one to his chest and one to his back, and he's holding the temperature things like two guns in his hands. He's like, let's find some ghosts! And that's when we're going to end the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I feel like that was a very eventful Two Towers episode. It was. <laughs> yeah. It was. Thank you for walking right into my uh, ghost battle. <laughs> or not ghost battle, or question mark battle. A thing battle. A thing battle. Where we fought chocolate milk. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. How are you guys feeling? Any theories? Disconcerted. Like, I'm still, I'm still feeling... Like, we need to figure... Danielle is involved somehow. I think Danielle is involved. I think it has something to do with their parents splitting up. Yes. Well, especially because, like, the thing cut out when there were people, like, fighting. Yes, that took me a moment, but I followed you. Yeah. Um, And the whole Darth Maul thing is very much a... I don't know if that's a, like, Emily being like, shit, I shouldn't have said Darth Maul situation, or if it was, like, a very specific right, Emily's clue. just got Darth Maul in the mind. No, it was intentional. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, well, then that, yeah, makes me even more certain that... Like, maybe she's more like Thomason than we originally thought. Mm, I don't like it. <laughs> um, she does whatever it is, seems to want you to drink a lot, so... <laughs> um. Yes, that was the point of it. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, it should have picked better liquor. I mean, you did drink it. I just... (laughs) (laughs) 
Mission accomplished. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I don't know what the answer actually is. I have theories, but I just don't know if they're I can just hear them. Emily being smug. I can hear it. Like it's, that's, it's very frustrating. <laughs> I feel like this uh, series is going very well. <laughs> You've been barely mad at us, so... <laughs> You've been doing very well. <laughs> you just needed to actually think. running like the game. Like I'm very mad at myself for not making you roll more in the first episode. But like, you just apparently needed to take you know a pandemic break. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So we'll come back uh, for the thrilling conclusion next week or two weeks from now, ten minutes from now if you're us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at MonsterPodRPG. And find us on those interwebs at monsterpod.monster. And thanks to Lisa for our cover art. You can find her at lisaspiller.com. And thanks to Gumbo for our theme music. Uh, Please remember to rate, subscribe, review, tell your friends, tell your mom. I don't know why. I'm so proud of you guys for remembering. We're a very mom-friendly podcast. Not if you're mine. Your mom has listened to some of our podcasts, and that was horrifying. Anyway, (laughs) goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Destruction of property. Wh- what are you doing? It's the new ad for Afternoonified. I heard the kids these days like those things. Okay, but we talk about more than just murder and mayhem. I mean, we also do science, there's paranormal, history, other weird stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, that's true. Okay. Murder. Mayhem. History. Science. Basic civics sometimes. Afternoonified releases wherever you get your podcasts every Wednesday on the Sobelow Media Network. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SobelowMedia.com. This, this is as above, so below.